Hey, what's up? My name is DeAndra Kiera. And this is Natasha Amina. And you are tuned in to a new episode of Just Let It Glow Podcast. Hey, friend. Hey, girl. How are you? Uh, (laughs) I'm hanging in there. Yeah, let's go with the energy. Let's let's up this energy (laughs) a little bit. (laughs) Don't act like you ain't want to get on here with me today. (laughs) No, I'm I'm in a good space for this, but just in life, like outside of this, you know, we, um, what you guys may or may not know, me and DeAndre both have this thing where when you're a little too busy like some people like to be consistently on the move but for us it becomes overwhelming and I've been like I haven't had a break like every single day it's an event going on some type of expectation that I have to physically be at and I'm just drained then Christmas is coming you know yeah we get like social overload Yes, that's and we're exactly like sociable people. Like us, people people tend to like us and want us around, and we're very um, helpful. And um, we're just people. Like we're people's people, I guess we could say. Yeah. But we the also are people. like like we need like fifty feet at the same time. Like mm-hmm. I need mm-hmm. I need space to like not do nothing. Actually, this past weekend. I really didn't do anything. I had cramps, so I just was in laying down all day for the whole weekend. Like I shut everything. Anybody that know me, all my friends know, if I say I got cramps, I ain't That's going it. out this door. <laughs> That's it. Unless it's something I can't not go to. Yep. Like That's something it. I had in the works and I have to show up. Like I can't not. But if it's some shit where I can be like, uh uh-uh, uh, I don't want nobody over, I ain't going nowhere, I ain't gonna look mm-hmm. at nobody. My friend was like, You wanna go out tonight? I said, uh uh-uh. uh. Cramps. She said, well, I said cramps. I didn't even say no. I just said cramps. She was just like, oh, okay, well, I've got to do this anyway. So it's cool. I was like, you already know. Like, I, ain't, I ain't going out. But in me relaxing, I got to watch some good shows. What'd you watch? It's this show on Amazon Prime called Harlem starring Megan Good and um, okay. Grace Byers and two other young ladies. I don't know their names, but the show is really good. It's like one of the daughters of Living Single. Oh, Like, okay. it's something like Living Single, but it's all for, like, Living Single Girlfriends, but in New York and Harlem. Um, very 2021, very um, on edge. It's really okay. cool because Megan Good actually has a personality in this mo- in this show. Like, really? she's a pretty girl, obviously, but mm-hmm. her character has some depth. So oh, okay. I like it. It's a really, I really recommend. It's a really good show to binge watch on Amazon Prime if you have it. Um, I've seen the advertisement. I it's good. I ain't gonna hold you. It's it's a good show. I was definitely entertained, and I would want you. I do want you to watch it because it's some conversations on the show that I would love to bring to the podcast. But I want you to see the show first before we talk about it. Okay. But okay. I, everybody, actually everybody that listen, y'all all should li- watch it within the next couple of weeks so we can discuss it and talk about it like <laughs> so a family. We Maybe we can go right. live one day. We can just talk about a bunch of bullshit and right. have family chat, <laughs> our glow family chat. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. And it's another show I watched too called The Sex Lives of College Girls. That's on HBO. That made me miss college a little bit. But I was never freaky on campus. I just like the freedom of college. Right. right. <laughs> I just miss I the seen freedom. I that advertisement too. Yeah, I miss the freedom of college. Like college, I 
I'll say education-wise, it was a waste of my time because of how they treat us after graduation. But right. the idea to be have so much freedom and no real life restraints, like there was things that was happening in my life, you know, of course, that um, a lot of people didn't have to deal with. But it's also the idea of like, I don't have to deal with the big, big shit yet right now. Yeah, um, a good in between. It's a good. You know what's a um a show I have seen that keep pushing, but I've never even seen like um well two of them actually. One since I think it's on HBO Max since you said that, or is it on Stars? The Gossip Girl reboot. Oh, that's on HBO. Is it good? I didn't. I haven't watched it. I keep. Did you watch the it. original? I did. I watched the original up until I didn't get to the end. I know who Gossip Girl wound up being, but yeah, I watched like, of course, uh, fucking seasons. Joe Goldberg, <laughs> the weirdo, the fucking crazy weirdo. That um, like that was the catalyst of him playing a psycho. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it's it's well fitting. Um, and I know what you did last summer show, and I was oh, like it I didn't watch it. Been. Um, I haven't seen it, but I keep seeing it advertised. I think that's on Hulu or Amazon. I'm not sure which one, but it, every it, I just know it comes up a lot as a recommendation. I'm like one of these days, I'm gonna just watch it, even mm-hmm. though it's a little odd that they've been sh- turning certain movies into. I mean, I know people turn movies into shows all the time, like. Um, Psycho and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. the Beats not, yeah. Um, Chucky, I think is that's kind of weird. I tried to watch it, I couldn't get into it. I watched one episode, I couldn't get into the Chucky thing. Um, but I'm interested with that. I know what you did last summer because I seen it was a black character, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, you know, well, this is interesting to see how that plays out, um, right. But yeah, I definitely want to check out what you said though. Yeah, they're really good shows. Yeah, Harlem. I think it's really cute shows. I want people to start watching more black shit because Mm -hmm. it's a lot of good black TV that's out. And the reason I'm saying is that they're trying to do representation. And I just feel like if we all actually watch the shit, like outside of power and anything that has to do with 50 Cent and Issa Rae, like there's some good TV out there. Like Harlem's good. Um, who run the world? That was really good. That's on stars. That um, that was with Brisha Webb. That was a really cute show. Um, it's a lot of really good show. Queens. I've been watching it. It's cute. It's on ABC. Um, I watched Abbott Elementary. The first episode premiered yesterday on ABC. And shout out to Phillies on Quinta Brunson. Okay. Ooh, actually, I went to elementary school. And her mom was my dance teacher. So shout out to that. Yeah, that's interesting. She don't know me, though. Yeah, but it don't matter. (laughs) But I remember her (laughs) because her mom worked at the school. Like, you always remember the people who parents work at the school. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, yeah, it was a really cute show. It's a lot of good, like, black television shows or which black showrunners and stuff. Like, we actually have to watch it. Speaking of which, we never talked about how BMF ended. Did you like how it ended? I didn't even watch the last episode, to be honest. The show's so boring to me. (laughs) It's so fucking boring. Oh, wow. Take me to 2003 when y'all was up in the strip clubs making it rain, because I'm getting bored. (laughs) 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 Bitch is bored. I I like it, but I get what you're saying, where it's one of those shows that if I miss, like, I would miss, like, three weeks, and then I would just watch, like, oh, yeah, BMF, and then I'll just watch like three episodes um but i wasn't bored i'm not gonna say that i was bored i like it but it's still um it has some familiarity with it 
And I feel like it's not power, but it is power. Just mm-hmm. in a different di- like you can tell the writing is not too far removed. <laughs> um, I'll say that, but that's the- I like it though. Yeah, I I'm waiting like for Meech like to get. I'm ready for Meech to become big Meech, fat Meech. I'm, I'm ready for that. <laughs> I'm ready for him. And- I'm he ready for so him cute. and Terry to get fat so that I can be really because that's when you know them niggas was eating, eating. <laughs> yeah, money for real. Yeah, I'm ready. I want to see when y'all was mm-hmm. eating because I'm getting bored. But it was I, I gotta watch the last episode, so I'm not sure. But it, I think the difference is that it's based off of their lives, or you know, yeah, yeah. So they're trying to. I get that they're trying. To, I feel like it started so late so that they can get the statute of limitations to get to the real nitty gritty shit, right? So right. I'm a st- I'm I'm a stick beside it. I'm a stick beside and it. And ironically, because every you know. A rapper and stuff imitates what they're, they're doing real lives. Yeah, it does kind of overlap certain type of dynamics because mm-hmm. this is actually this person's real life that they created this whole you know power and that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So it's like uh, you kind of got to look at this for what it is because yeah, yeah. Seeing things, speaking of seeing things for what it is, Dirty Dog Tristan Thompson back at it again. Dirty Dog. Dirty Dog. <laughs> dirty <laughs> Dick Tris. I'm going to Dirty Dick Tris. <laughs> dirty Dick mm, Friendly Dick Tris is really what it is. Mm. He is a nasty motherfucker. He got a lot of nerves. You know what? I just feel like you have to this is where when we say like money can solve things if you really utilize it correctly like chloe kardashian if you really need to figure out you you really have to take the time to you have more than enough enough money you do not have to keep continue to work you do not have to continue to date take some time take care of your child and get some fucking therapy like right. just keeping it being because at this point it was only a matter of time that he was gonna get someone else pregnant. Mm. He's been doing everything, but he has no boundaries. Anybody that can kiss a family friend, telling you right there they don't give a fuck about you. No, oh, yeah, he didn't give a fuck. He didn't give a fuck. Oh. He's such a narcissist that he knew he was gonna get away with it, and he did. That's why he did it. He mm. knew that he wasn't gonna get no repercussions. That's why he did it, and you proved yeah. it. And now. In the news, there is a young woman in Texas that is accusing him of being the child, the father of her new her son. Whew. So in the court documents, honey, let me go pull it up. So basically, in the court documents for paternity, he gave her money. He allegedly gave her money to have an abortion. She decided not to. Therefore, he in a court document it said basically that um this is what he said in a court doc this is this is from the neighborhood talk i'm gonna just read what they originally said and i'm gonna read y'all the court document it says tristan thompson is trying everything in his power to silence his new alleged baby mama he believes she's out here leaking shit to the media for clout and wants a judge to put a, a gag order on her he wants the judge, the, the judge to basically silence both of them from speaking about the case, according to legal documents obtained by TMZ. Tristan and his legal team claim that his new baby mama, Mar- Marilee, has violated what he claims is a confidentiality, 
confidentiality order the judge orally granted earlier in the case after she sued him over paternity. Tristan claims she's been spreading lies about him and his family. Specifically, he claims certain Snapchat messages, which merely his claim were sent to her by Tristan, were fabricated. Even though all of this, he's still letting it be known to her he doesn't plan on being involved. In the court documents, this is what it says. You know how I feel. My feelings haven't changed at all. Won't be involved at all. By the way, if you think having this baby is going to make you some money, it's completely wrong. You are aware that I am retiring after this season. So in terms of child support, it will be whatever it is required monthly for someone who's unemployed. All you will have is a baby with a father who has zero involvement with the child. <laughs> that was from a Snapchat message that she says that he wrote. Um and she put it in a court documents. One of them says, oh, this is another thing. He says, in the Snapchat screenshot that she provided, it says, it's Texas, so it'll be only a couple hundred dollars. So you better off making the taking the 75K I'm offering because you won't get nothing near with near that with having a kid with a father who's unemployed. Damn. $75,000 for life? No, $75 to get rid of the baby. Oh. Wow. Yeah. In another document, it was saying that the petitioner and I, this is from his standpoint, petitioner and I attended a party together at a hotel in Houston. Petitioner had called me and wanted to be with me on my birthday. While we had drinks, neither petitioner or I were drunk. In fact, we left the party. She drove, sorry, it's a small document. She drove us in her Maserati to the hotel where I was staying. I would never let her drive a car if she was drunk. She insisted that we go to my hotel and spend the night. She wanted to give me a special birthday surprise, which I understood to be sex. When we got to the hotel room, we immediately had sexual intercourse. On the same day, which is his birthday, Khloe Kardashian wrote a loving happy birthday post to him on Instagram that is still on her page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, mm-hmm. he was fucking this alleged girl. Mm-hmm. And under the impression <laughs> that they were going to have sex, right? Yeah, he said he understood it to be sex. But so that's what I'm saying. Like, y'all, this is, we talked about this before about like having children with men who obviously don't want it. And it's the responsibility of both people to take it what it is. Right. Me personally, I would have never had his child. I don't care if I got pregnant. I don't care mm-hmm. if it's his. I, he would, he would have gave me, I would have took 200K for, to do some shit I already planned on doing. Right. Right. I already, and I hate to say it, her child is here and is a beautiful child, but I'm not having a child for a man who don't want it. And that it, it it's disgusting because there are, and we're going to get into it later, there are so many people that want children. It's so yeah. many people that don't care how the child was conceived, they'll, they'll take care of their child. For this man to have a child before he got with Khloe Kardashian and have as there for them and obsessed with this daughter that he has with her. And yet, don't give a fuck about the child before and the child allegedly after. Hmm. It speaks volumes. And who the fucking one is looking for clout? Because that's and, all it seemed to be. I'm about to say, you ain't can't, like you can respect the mom, so it can't be that you love. Is you're so in no, love. No, you want clout yourself. 
And that's why y'all, you know, that's why so many, um, I think people were trying to talk shit about Brittany Renner, the girl who um, allegedly, well, she had a baby with that uh, PJ Washington and they were saying that she gets most of his check, but that's not true from the NBA. Like she had the baby by the young boy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. She did. She, um, people were like talking about, speculating about the fact that Deion Sanders had her come talk to his, um, he played for a college, he coaches for a college team. I forgot what team it is, um, what college it is. But she had him, had her come talk to them about groupies and how they need to protect themselves. And she said real yeah. shit. Like, right. as much as a girl like me want to fuck with you because you about to get money, you want to fuck with me too. Exactly. You want me. You like the clout. You like that I'm attractive. You like that other niggas want me. Mm-hmm. You're going that's to the, trick and I'm going to take it. It's a give, give. Nobody is a victim in this. Exactly. And it's facts. Like Tristan, without before he met Khloe Kardashian, you were a good basketball player. You were still rich, but nobody knew who you were that weren't into basketball. That's what I wanted to say. There is so yep. many basketball players and football players. Nobody can be not everybody can be a household name, but y'all are not okay with that. Y'all are so used to being the big fish in small ponds that y'all don't mind being a rich small fish. Yeah. But y'all don't like it. And all the Kardashians at one time, we all know that it was rumored that a lot of these men, um, specifically athletes, were flocking to Chloe, you know, Kim, not so much. She, you know, more so always had like a steady boyfriend or was married. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, well that we openly know about. But anyway, as far as Kobe's <laughs> concerned, I felt like a lot of people was in rotation, you know, because of who they were connected to. It was more so just about being having your name out there. They were just looked at as a come up. Like, you know, mm-hmm. oh, I'm fucking with a Kardashian. You didn't really want the Kardashian. You just want to be able to say that you was with one. Yeah. Because you know that they, it rings bells. Like, come on now. The same with like come a Paris Hilton or whoever else is like these Instagram girls is because you're going to be put on blocks these like a lot of these girls like the alexis skies the miracle whites the um lyra galores these are beautiful black women they if they're out seen out with you they're getting put on a block even if it's just like the shade room it's not tmz but the shade room is the next is the biggest thing in black media Everybody, even though we can't stand half the shit, we still follow it. We still going to see it. Your name and then other blocks are going to pick it up. And that means these girls have fan pages. You might, it might sound so weird. Like, oh, why she, all she do is host parties, but people are interested in their lives. People are invested in their lives. It's luxurious. You love to see a beautiful girl with a nice body with men and jewelry and exotic trips and it you buy into the the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the they fans. get they have fans that then become your fans. They yeah. then want to see you two together. That means then brands start to notice like, oh, okay, yeah, let me get him a boohoo men's uh campaign. Let him get right. this. Let him get that. Let's have him a um have rental services when he plays in our city now. Like before, yeah. they don't give a fuck. Because yep, they need so cloud. They need it for regular everyday Reality people. show deals. Mm-hmm. All types of stuff. Interviews on um, well-known podcasts. 
yeah. shit that people wasn't asking you to do before. The same way that y'all see it, like a lot of to me, I feel like that groupie shit is in a reverse nowadays. Like Tristan Thompson, mm-hmm. you're rich, but you one a nymphomaniac, obviously, <laughs> a narcissist, and a cloud chaser. And you're fucking careless because you, you obviously don't give a fuck about man. having unprotected sex. Um, Cause you're not really denying. You know that that was your baby. You know you just fucking these girls. How many other bitches are you fucking that got rid of? It? Exactly. Like so we she, don't even talk about that. Exactly. And who who's to say that just you made them? You made sure they swallowed that plan B. Plan B. Mm-hmm. And the fact yep. is, one you kind of act like, oh yeah, you you a trick then. Yeah. You exactly. have a girlfriend. It's your birthday. You're not in you're in Houston because you had a game or whatever you for whatever reason. You if you wanted your bitch to be there with you for your birthday, you would have had her there. Period. Exactly. You fucked a random girl because she promised you pussy for your birthday. Yeah. Like as a man, as a 30, like I'm just talking about men I know that are like in their 30s. I'm just saying. By 30 for the average man, you have already slept with a plethora of women, I'm sure. Because yeah. it's just, coochie is everywhere. I know you um, hate that word, but it's I everywhere. was about to say, so it's just, it's, just it's, it's, I'm just saying it it's because. It's fitting for the conversation. It's fitting for the conversation. Like, it's everywhere. Like, it's everywhere. So, after right. a certain while, you're not really hyped to get, you know, groupie pussy from a random raw yeah even the the average man is not doing it like Mm -hmm. not raw raw Uh, well i think a lot of the average men are a child i'm just saying raw like i'm just i think when you're a celebrity you should just have a different type of that's what i'm saying you just yeah i'm just saying not saying like this girl in particular but if your man went on was out of town for his birthday Uh uh-huh and somebody was like, oh, it's your birthday. I'm going to give you some pussy. More than likely, he probably not going to do it because it's like, oh, wait. Like, that seemed like some type of setup type shit. Yeah, it would be a setup. Yeah, right. That's like, they, most they, niggas are looking, looking at it like, at it oh, like oh, this sounds like some type of setup. Like, I'm in another city. This bitch is just throwing pussies. They were trying to rob me. Like, right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, you so man. You so horny that you just out here like, okay, Yeah. <laughs> That, but that yeah. ain't the first time he fucked that girl. Exactly. That. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You're trying to make it seem like you didn't know her. You've been fucking with her because there's no way. Men be having, rich men have people in every city that they can call up. Is, mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've listened to a lot of groupie tales in a day. You know, shout out to Angelie, <laughs> old lip service. There are artists and athletes and actors that literally will not hit up women unless they're in their city. Right. They won't hear from them guys until they and then when they they say when that guy comes in the city, I make sure that my nails done, my hair done, I'm waxed and I'm ready. Like yep. you yep. not meeting randoms, you just not like you weird. Mm-hmm. And Chloe, get your shit together, seriously. Like yeah. you really have like, and and I used to love me some Chloe back when I used to watch Keeping Up to the Kardashians. I was really rooting for her to like get her body snatched and. Really be still the funny, down-to-earth person that she kind of came off. But it's really yeah. like you falling off. You really got to get your shit together. That insecure shit and you keep trying to hide behind it with surgeries, that ain't it. Get your shit together. 
Get you some fucking. Yeah, I can't. Kid. I don't even recognize her when I. You see don't her look the same, and your personality not even the same. You're not even funny no more. Yeah. <laughs> like you. I, I feel like she always wanted to. Uh, it's unfortunate, but you know how they say like it's always like the uh, fa- funny friend or the unattractive I feel like that only funny works with, friend. Yeah, I feel like that only works with white women. <laughs> um. Well, no, I really I think that. She was always that was kind of her role, yeah. like you know, before the surgeries and all of that. For sure, it was just the regular Kardashians, and she was funny. Um, yeah, I liked her too until I had read a blog, um, and that's neither here nor there. But I don't know how true it is, but it allegedly <laughs> alleged that she treated the twin. Um, that she uh, was friends with, like a slave. Yeah, yeah they did. And kind of talked to her a little disrespectful, and it was kind of like a mammy, uh, slave master type of dynamic. And I didn't like the twin either because, don't get me wrong, I don't just blame Chloe. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I just feel like, you know, she always as- aspired to look like, you know, they all, Kim was held at the highest standard. We all can see that. Ray Charles can see that. So I feel like that you just aspire to kind of be the superficial Bible and, you know, everything is just very surface and I don't know. It's like she's, uh, she has set the blueprint and that's what you're supposed to look like. It's mm-hmm. far removed from what you were before, but in her defense, I will say, it had to have been hard growing up being called the fat Kardashian, being called mm-hmm. the ugly one, the linebacker, OJ's child. You know, everybody always say she don't look like the rest of them. And they not, and it's a shame because her half siblings don't even look like, you know, Kim and Courtney, but everybody just always kind of focused on Chloe. Like, I mean, I understand that, you know, they have the same dad, but it's like, well, I, I, I can only imagine how much that was, you know, growing up in front of the world. And being mm-hmm. always compared to your siblings and being mm-hmm. considered lesser than you were the Michelle, no offense, of the Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm. You were always the one that people were like, oh, I don't want to be her. You know, oh, yeah, she's cool. But nobody said, oh, yeah, oh, she's so pretty. And so she started, mm-hmm. you know, changing her appearance. Right. And But it doesn't stop what, what goes on inside. And um, to me, she's the epitome of that. Mm-hmm. She's also a cancer. And I be telling people... I always felt like cancer women, we are um, one of the few signs that will uh, have no problem going underneath the knife Mm -hmm. for any imperfection, but they're not realizing that there's always going to be an imperfection. It just always is. Um, And there's a self-esteem issue Mm -hmm. that I feel like sometimes can be neglected um, because you think you can fix it, and some things you can't. Mm-hmm. Some things is truly internal. So right, that's why I said you really got to do the inside work, Chloe, because it's not looking good. It's not looking right. good. Like he's corny. Like he's no, literally is a not corny guy. Like he's corny. He's not that dude. He's not even a like. He's not a star player. Like he's a part of the ensemble. Like the the team gonna be good with or without him. Like he's not that nigga. Like that's <laughs> right. what I be wanting to tell. Like <laughs> you know, like say it again. He's not that nigga. Like he's not. Like I be wanting to tell like white girls that are in like these relationships with narcissistic black men, and I be watching mm. like family or fiance and shit like that. And it's like, and it, it reminded me of his episode of Family Fiance that I was watching, where it's like, sis, uh-huh. this is why I tell black women when they be thinking like 
black men put the you know non-black women on these pedestals and they treat them differently they treat them no different they treat them no yeah. fucking different these women are just more complacent until they're fed up and they don't want to deal with it and then they and then they realize oh this is what the this is what his black baby mama was complaining about like no mm-hmm. he's not that nigga and that's why people right. black girls we ain't letting him play like that He's not that right. nigga. He's just not. He's lame. He's corny. He's a clout chaser. He wanted fame and you gave it to him. Now raise your daughter, get you some therapy so that she don't become a bitch like you. That's all exactly. you have to do is get your shit together so that she won't meet a nigga like her father and she won't become a bitch like you. But I agree um, a thousand as I should say, I ain't raising no dumb bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry. And that's one thing I will say. Chloe, if you are aware, we all are aware when we do your nails. Goofy shit. And it's goofy. The the best gift you can ever give your daughter is to show her what, you know, look to show her to look at your mistakes and tell her what not to do. This is how you don't move. Maybe be a little bit more discreet, you know, and especially, you know, her downfall to me, honestly, I feel like people wouldn't have been so invested in this if you weren't so um blatant about the disrespect for other women who just so happen to be black women mm-hmm. i feel like people look at the trinas mm-hmm. and whoever else people men that you messed around with or were rumored to mess with after them you know tristan's first baby mom how it seemed like you didn't give a flying fuck when you was up here you know he was courting you and that girl was full-blown pregnant right oh matter mm-hmm. of fact um lamar odom's uh first baby first right was it his first yeah, baby his mom first, his only and she was yeah, that one funny one, to them? yeah that was a whole thing it seemed like you just had this pattern and the jordan woods thing came out it's like you had this pattern of like dismissing other women's feelings when it comes to you and then when a nigga do you dirty i'm supposed to feel sorry for you like it, it's just very odd a very entitled way of thinking like girl whatever that pedestal that them niggas been putting you on you are a regular bitch, like you said, DeAndre. It, pussy is pussy. Like, it really I, and is. I want these bitches to stop thinking they got golden cooches. It ain't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It, it's a shame. I wouldn't be publicly doing shit. I wouldn't even want to claim that nigga. For to be totally honest, like it don't even look like he. Ugh, ugh. But then again, you know. But you know what I do want to know? I'm like, did they purposely put this story out? Um, like the Kardashian team, only because. The picture that's being ran, it's like, mm, that that girl looks way better than that. Y'all got the worst fucking picture that y'all could of that bitch and put her out there because I see other <laughs> pictures. And her and Chloe look alike to me. And I was like, yeah. well, why don't they put these pictures out? Why are we why do I gotta see this like really homely looking they, I, Yeah, the pictures that um the neighborhood talk pictures, the girls look good in those pictures. I I didn't see what TMZ posted, but yeah, you know they got them in their back pocket. Let's speaking of some more bullshit. Like what? All right. So this past week, Jesse Smollett um trial began um due to his I think it was 2019. Was it 2019? Uh yeah, because it was before the pandemic. Yeah, it was his 2019 um case where he allegedly claimed that he was attacked in a hate crime by two MAGA um, supporters. Right. And um, during a 
one of the coldest days in history in Chicago outside of a subway. And we all know the story. If you, I'm just so like, if y'all listen to the show, y'all already know what happened with that. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know what happened. You gotta take. <laughs> Everybody thought that it was a hate crime until things started to come out. And it comes to find out that actually the people that were attacked may have known him and they were his trainers. And it was a ploy to um, bring in publicity so that he wouldn't be killed off of the season of Empire because um, they were going to kill his character off, I think. Right. (laughs) So he was trying to... Okay. So I'm going to say this before I read what's going on. I am pissed at Jesse Smollett. I'm irritated <laughs> because when that first happened, if y'all know me, I'm really one of those people like, don't fucking bully anybody. Like, you fucking right. bastards. Like, I'm ready to like get a pitchfork. I hate bullies. I fucking hate bullies. <laughs> so I'm like defending right. him, thinking like he my gay best friend from high school or something. And I'm just, I'm about to fight the bullies off for him. Just to come out that this motherfucker was lying, I felt like <laughs> I felt like I wanted. I was arguing in comments and shit because I was just so irritated. Like, why do y'all always, you know, da 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 hate crimes and always trying to question the victim? And it is like, bitch, you made me look dumb, right? Like a mother made us all all <laughs> look dumb. You made us me old. for dead, ho. <laughs> <laughs> like we were rooting for you. We were all like, rooting why did you for do you. That? Why would you do some shit like this? It was just stupid. And mind you, I watch East Bayou all the time. I love me some Journey Smollett. That's Mm -hmm. my girl. Is she in it? I'm watching it. So this has got nothing to do with you, Journey. And just like the rest of your family, stay the hell away from this shit because it's some shit that he created. So Mm. um, he went on to trial. Let me find my article I just had that I just lost. <sighs> so ghetto. <laughs> no, it is what it is. It's so disrespectful. But um I'm gonna work with what I got. And it was a good article about it too. But um so Jesse Smollett testifies that he met Bola Asandario. Sorry if I said his name wrong. They did weed and cocaine and then went to a bath house and touched each other. This is the person <laughs> in which he paid, allegedly paid, um, to attack him. He said, Smollett testifies. This is uh, um, someone that is in the trial. He's tweeting as it's happening. He says, his name is Matt Finn. And so he says, Smollett testifies that he would pay Bola Asendero for cocaine around $200. He also testified on stand first night he met Bola. They did weed and cocaine together. Then went to a club, then went to a bath house together. Smollett testifies that he and Bola Ansonario got a private room in a gay bath house, did more drugs, and made out, and there was touching. Mind you, this is... I wonder why they didn't have sex. I was just... I just think he's touching a lot. Like, I... I think y'all fuck. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, I'm not I'm doing all of that. Why are we yeah, just he touching lied. Why do we get That's, a room to touch yeah, each other and do fucking, drugs? So he said... Yeah, right. Smollett, first of all, I didn't even know they had still had bath houses, but whatever. That's... That's right. problematic in itself. Mm, the fact that he went to him. But Smollett testifies Lee Daniels, Creative Empire, told him he was fat. Smollett then wanted to lose weight for a music video. This was setting up Smollett getting training from the Ascendarios, meal plans, and workout plans. Give So what, tell me what you think about this while I look up this story I just had. 
so far? Well, it sounds on par to me with what probably happened. I believe that um, Jesse was doing a lot. I think he was on this high from, you know, power, power, Lord have mercy. <laughs> um, what's, the, what's the name of the Empire. Mm-hmm. Empire. I'm like, I know it's But this Empire. was around the time that Empire was falling off, period. Yeah, but I feel like he grew popular from the show in itself. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he was on this high from the show. You had this whole, you know, like, fan base behind you. We all liked the character a lot. We were, like, he was considered the main, mm-hmm. one of the main characters um, out of the children. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, just to know that this is what you were doing. I think it was odd, though, um, that you were, like you said, in a bathhouse. Cause you, well, but you know what? People live on the wild side. I don't, you know. But I wonder cocaine. where, because I didn't know Chicago had, I thought bathhouses were like, um, like a West Coast thing. So that's why I think it's weird that, you well, know I what I mean? Like they still have, well, yeah. I'll like say, I always I know they got hookup bath- spots out here. Yeah, I just thought the idea, like the word bathhouse was like a West Coast thing because, like, I don't know. I just thought it was. I didn't know. Did it was. you? I bought, yeah, I thought I it had bath something. houses were in New York and stuff. Oh, I always Back thought it was like day. West Coast. I, I don't know, girl. I don't know it why was I a lot. It. I mean, I I will say this. I felt like it was more so a dated term. Yeah, I thought it was old. Yeah, I thought it was uh, like HIV very, became prevalent yeah. and stuff. They were kind of like cracking down. Yeah, um, that's why I said I think it's, it's I did because I'm like I never I haven't I I've been around the block. I haven't heard that term in a long time. That like yeah. in recent years that people when they bring it they're not talking about historical in historical terms but I you know ain't my crowd I don't know I ain't right. my, you know <laughs> right. not my demographic I don't know <laughs> I wasn't invited right <laughs> right <laughs> um, some more stuff so Smollett testifies his face was very important that he would he looked like he said oh my god he said. Uh, oh, he said it became a running joke that Bola was his security when they go out. Defense argued brothers wanted to scare Jesse into hiring him as a security. Smollett oh then gosh. testifies his face was very important that he looked like a black Cary Grant. Testif- testifies computers were used to remove face scars. What? Jesse Smollett testifies that Bolo called him the night of the attack to talk about Smollett's training and meal plans. Smollett says Bola told him he had to eat four eggs. So Smollett walked out, talk, so Smollett talked about going to Walgreens to get eggs. Smollett then said, under oath, there was no hoax. Smollett says he was driving, smoking a blunt, and texting with a woman about a about MSNBC appearance. Sorry, this is somebody just like that's this live tweet, and so it's a little off. They on January twenty seventh when the brothers were in his car. Brothers say that when that's when the hoax was planned. Oh God! All right, let me. It's a lot of stuff. He says a lot of stuff. He even threw John Lemon under the bus. I want to find that real quick. Oh yeah, I heard of it. So uh, this nigga is wild. 
So he also says um, he interrupted special pr- prosecutor Dan Webb as Dan as Webb was reading aloud one of Smoley messages that had the N word in it. Smoley says, "Can you spell or say the N word out of respect for every African American in the room? You've been saying the <laughs> word a lot." He, Webb says, "I don't intend to do that sort. You can read your messages out loud." Smoley then reads his own messages. <laughs> He called out the prosecutor for saying nigga. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> and the grant. Deflect, but you deflect, wrote it. Deflect, right. <laughs> you deflect, wrote deflect, it. Deflect, deflect, deflect. Mind you, the prosecutor should know better than to actually say the word, but right. <laughs> the nerve. Like you, they be looking for any fucking <laughs> yeah. opportunity. They can't to do wait. Stuff. You ever had a teacher use it when they read a uh, book? Like an old historical book? Hell no. It happened to me. Did it? Yeah, I was young. Um, oh no! I, yeah. So CNN's Don Lemon apparently pulled a Chris Cuomo and warned Jesse about the Chicago investigation into his alleged hate crime hoax. According to the New York Post, Smollett revealed that Lemon texted him that the Chicago Police Department did not believe Smollett's account of the incident. Lemon was apparently sharing information he had gotten from sources in the CPD. In 2019, while speaking to the Red Table Talk, Lemon admitted to speaking to Smollett following news of the alleged attack and check on his friend. So it's like, why would you throw him under the bus? He was trying to give you a shout out and you were dead ass wrong. And that's why I mm-hmm. don't feel bad about B. Sky on his podcast saying that he, he was like, I'm friends with him and I'm telling y'all he's lying. He's, and that's mm-hmm. when I believed it because I look, I have been reading blogs and stuff for a very long time. It's only a few people that when they say some shit and they put their name on it, I know they're not bullshitting you know, around. It's true. And it's mm-hmm. B. Scott. Right. And the fact that he said, yeah, I can agree with that. He said, I don't have proof, but I know this man and I know how he works. He's lying. I said, Well, I'll be fucking damned. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I say, wow, bitch! You really just—that's just crazy. Oh, they say clout is a hell of a drug. Well, you know what? I thought that he said that it was alleged that he was doing it because he wanted to draw attention to the unfair treatment he was receiving because he was receiving a lot of. um Anti, you know, MSM, LGBT, yeah, yeah. Um, racial type of things like male yeah. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And that Lee Daniels was aware and knew that it was causing like some sort of hostile work environment. And that was his way of drawing. It, it didn't make sense. That it don't, don't make sense. sense because All of it sounds... That, that, who comes up with this? You just pulled that shit out of nowhere. <laughs> and it's sad. I yeah. actually kind of seen him in concert i went to go see june's diary because they were opening up for him but i didn't go to see him right so i was just while he was performing i was talking to the girls from june's diary in the back it was really nice me and ellison had a great time really when was this this was like 2018 i think oh okay 2017, 2018 me and allison always doing some shit i think we bought the tickets (laughs) like the night before we just like fuck it let's go and right. them Jews diary girls can sing their asses off, but yeah. Jesse Smollett, that shit pissed me off because you really you really tried it. But why did you not get white gay men? Why why didn't you hire white gay men if you That's the part? Why That's did you get two big, big big ass black men? 
It was just stupid. And then you it, try it to just overshadows the people that legitimately are going through racial um, crimes and stuff against themselves. Like you just yeah. made it made them set you as the precedent of that doubt that they hold, you know, that they present in in during trial where they can say, oh, well, look at Jesse Smollett. You know, black people do this all the time. You yeah. see, he did it. He's an entertainer. So why wouldn't Joe Smo be lying exactly. and saying that this happened to them and exactly. it really didn't happen. And I think that's what irritated me the most is because this shit really do happen in real life. People mm. really are being attacked. People are really being like trans women are really dying at the hands of transphobic or undercover men. And for you to do this, you really fucked it up for a lot of people. Like you <laughs> really just really made people's job of trying to say like hate crimes are real. People are really being attacked for these reasons. You fucked it up just to be an entitled ass cokehead. And that's what I was gonna say. Cocaine is a hell of a drug, like hey, James. Word to Rick James. <laughs> because why did come up with that shit? By you've been mm. some type of fame your entire life. The right. Smollett family has been in Hollywood my entire life. Like, why would you do that? Empire itself was weaning off anyway. Yeah, you want to what it was, and the thing is, you—that's the thing. Like y'all be trying to do the most. Like you don't have to do shit like that. Now you done fucked it up not only for yourself, but you pushed back LGBT rights back a couple feet when they were already climbing mm-hmm. by doing this. Because now you solidify that people, you put a doubt in people's mind about what a hate crime entails. Like, people right. worked hard. Like, it's still a lot of states that don't recognize this as a hate crime. And for you to do some shit like this, a ploy, and then you throwing these men under the damn bus. It's like, you're crazy. really crazy. And then I remember I was watching a YouTuber that was like, to be honest, before it got revealed about who the trainers were, she was like, and she's um a lesbian woman from Chicago, very, you know, she understands the world and all of this. She was like, I'm not being funny, but the area that they were in, white people don't even be around there. She was like, you're not going to see. She was like, "Like this is Chicago, <laughs> like the city. And the right. city, you're not going to see no damn, it's white people, but it ain't no damn like proud mega supporters. And that's real shit because you can walk around downtown in Philly and while there are apartments, you don't see nobody with no mega nothing. All right. Exactly. Like I have never Not seen her. nobody with no Confederate fat. Now if you go up towards the Northeast, <laughs> yeah, like when we you went see up, Confederate flags a lot see, here. and then you know what's up here is may not be a Confederate flag, but if I see a flag, period, like a U.S. Flag, I was going to say that that it's a subtle, American flag. I'd be like, ooh, child, it's racist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a subtle nod. Like, I was like, especially <laughs> and the bigger the flag, the bigger the racist. Yeah, I was going through are, like Jenkintown. Yeah. The whole damn road was nothing but flags. I said, like, ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or if you go out your way to put some shit on your car, I'm like, oh, okay. So uh-huh. you want me to know the, how you feel? Mm-hmm. I say, yeah, yeah. 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 That's just. He's crazy as shit. It's so yeah, much going on in the world today. Like, oh, I, like I just, pay them people their money. Pay Chicago because you really fucking and keep tried it pushing. It. Like, you, yeah, but he should have took when they first sued him. He should have just took that. That's how you just swore you was just gonna win. Like you just 
Mm. You, you really fucking tried it, bitch. Because <laughs> you got I me. Agree. You left me out here to look stupid. I'm sitting here arguing with strangers on the internet for your ass. Mm-mm-mm. And then I was like, oh. <laughs> I said, damn, yeah. making me look like ain't a damn Ain't just about fool. a bitch. Ain't that about. And I was about to say, I was like, ain't that some uh, shit? <laughs> oh, mother. But yeah, speaking of some shit, so I was on Instagram yesterday and Iman, shout out to Iman, she had posted hey, this tweet from Joe Biden. And it says, I'm proud to say that the typical American family has more money in their pockets than they did last year or the year before that, thanks to the American Rescue Plan. And she asks, do you agree with this? (laughs) So I'm asking you, do you agree with this? Fuck no. (laughs) You know how poor I am? (laughs) I'm like, this nigga This nigga Joe. You ain't give us one fucking stimulus. Everything that has been given out was stuff that was already in place before you got in fucking office. And you you are steamrolling for us to pay back student loans when people are just still trying to catch up on payments. People still are without jobs. Y'all fire an influx of people because they didn't want to become vaccinated. There is... Like the unemployment is hundreds of thousands behind in claims. People are still yeah. without money. Evictions are still piling up. The cost of living is high as shit. And there has been no salary changes for most Americans. Are you dead ass? It's crazy. Like, and you I also saw that um, they are requiring in New York, private businesses now have been mandated to be vaccinated as well. Yeah. Private. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and he just. Like, girl, are you serious? I'm sorry. What smoke is this? And I don't what? expect nothing else. I swear. <laughs> I really, I really have not been a person like, that's why I don't vote. I always, you know, vote. Mm-hmm. But on some shit like this, <laughs> I ain't vote for y'all motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> like hopefully the next Republican that go against him is not Trump. Because I don't feel like dealing with his ass either. Give me a smart Republican. Give me a right. smart fucking liberal. Give me somebody that's going to make some sense. Because I am not a Democrat at this point. I'm fucking independent, bitch. Like, Girl, I'm like over this shit. <laughs> I'm about to change my fucking car. I'm going to still vote. I'm about to change my shit. Because it's like, y'all haven't done shit. Y'all have done mm. shit. Y'all, yeah. you haven't even, you haven't, you claiming, oh, I'm going to get rid of student loans. Bitch, you ain't do shit. Yeah, and and that's a shame that people, you know, really have faith in that. That's the sad part. You, we haven't even got a stimulus. Like, nope. And he ain't, and and he is not promising none either. Like, we ain't getting shit. All that ain't no stimulus on the table. There is no um extra for unemployment for the so-called American heroes that were out there that you now fired because they refuse to be vaccinated. Yep. All of yeah. that. And new variants. New like, fucking what variants. What happens? So are we going to have that uh, to shut down again? Because that's what it's starting to sound like. Girl, it's, it's the Morion like variant it. out here now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, that shit like, crazy. It's a it's whole crazy. new variant. It's a whole new... So now it's like, y'all want people to get the booster. But, bitch, I don't even think I got the shit in my system no more. So is the booster exactly. really going to help? <laughs> or do I got to start this bitch all over? <laughs> so, and, and you know what? That should be a valid claim for people that did lose their jobs because they did not want to get vaccinated. If the shit is not even fucking... It doesn't even matter regardless. Exactly. If it does not qualify... If it doesn't even exactly. matter because there's a whole different variant, what damn difference do it make if I got the old vaccine when it don't mean shit you know it what i mean it's mean just shit. like it's just a bunch of oh girl it's like we got this other fucking variant you haven't done shit jobs are still safe it's hard to come by fucking jobs mm-hmm. um cl- still claiming that they can't afford to play their employees more but they want them all back in the office student loans cost of living went up and y'all want us to pay student loans we can't fucking afford that shit we've been trying to fucking keep our heads above water this entire mm. time everybody is I'm sorry, when you said it, that's what came in my Ain't we lucky we got him? I would tell you I hate that show. <laughs> Do you? I fucking hate it. You hate good times? I fucking, I fucking hate that show with a fucking passion. I fucking hate Florida ovens. I fucking hate it. <laughs> oh, I love me some Penny Girl. You? Oh, I, lo- I mean, I love Penny because she was a child. But <laughs> well, I, um, um, I like Thelma too, though. I love Thelma because Thelma is funny. She looks like my mom favored her. And yeah, she I was like. Younger. I'll tell you who I liked in the damn show. I liked everybody but Florida ass. That's who the fuck I like. <laughs> I like that. I Why? Because she was a traditional mammy type of role. Was that? I her? hated the fact that she was just so scared to want more. I hated <laughs> yeah. I hated how they wrote the show. I hated how, the idea of a mom not wanting certain things with their children because she's scared. And yeah. it's like it's certain things like that. It irritated me, and it it that's why I, I got a thing with Norman Lear because it's just it perpetuated the idea that black people are down because they want to be down. They don't want to pull oh, themselves okay. up from the bootstraps, and it irritates the shit out of me. And then you have on right. the other side, you have the Jeffersons, you know? So yeah. it's, I, I don't like good times. We can talk about it on another unpopular yeah. opinion. But yeah, we definitely should. That's <laughs> I it's really so just don't like it. But just to <laughs> piggyback, that's how I, it fucking feels. Like, right. if you notice, you didn't re- like if you really not spending nothing outside of your means and just the same shit you've been. Like, Pico told me that I spent way more this month on electric than I did last year. And I'm oh, like, I how? can't wait until income tax time come because I'm working how? from home. So, uh, because you're working from home, and I better be getting it fucking written off. Uh, oh, yeah. let me get whatever that is. Write yeah. all that shit off. Electric, my cable bill, because I got, I need my internet. Like, yeah, I oh, need no. internet because um, y'all don't pay for internet, but y'all want me to do work mm-hmm. from home. But that's why I'm mm-hmm. just like, you can't be in, like, you can't be serious. The cost of living for everything has gone up. Rent done went up. Electric, yeah. gas, water, uh, driving gas, like. Like Girl. it's five dollars a fucking thing. Like Uber, and that, every company is trying to uh, compensate for what they lost in twenty twenty. 
acne. So yeah. everybody's prices went up. Like I know my um for my water dispenser, my bottles they went up two dollars a bottle. It used to be like five or six dollars. I want to say a bottle. Yeah. Now y'all expect me to pay seven. And mind you, I was getting seven bottles a month. Yeah. That shit adds the fuck up. It does. So we talking like damn near extra twenty dollars a month for fucking water? No, at first, all right. So like my rent went up fifteen dollars, and when you think about it, it's like oh, it's extra percent. But no, bitch, I w- I didn't want to fucking pay what I had to pay before. <laughs> I didn't want to pay the first rate. I, like bitch, I was. <laughs> now you wouldn't pay fifteen more dollars every fucking month, bitch. What are you I talking about? Why do people? Why do landlords do that? I they never understood that concept. They claim it's the taxes, like taxes in the area go up. But that's why I I don't want no more. People can like a lot of people are moving to Philly because it's cheaper than bigger cities and they can because of working from home, they can still make the money that they make in bigger cities by living here. Stop fucking coming here because y'all making our fucking <laughs> rent go up. <laughs> like get the fuck away. Go go back to New York. Go back to LA. Go back to DC. Right. Leave Philadelphia the fuck alone. Somebody gonna yeah. say that they tired of paying six eighty-five in rent. I say, where the fuck you live? Right. <laughs> a one room, a studio, with a coochie joint. It's definitely one room. I'll tell you that much. Cause nothing out here that much. Nothing. I know where you would want to live at. Exactly. I'll say that. Some shit with doors. uh -uh. (laughs) Mm -mm. That's a shame. Hey, get the fuck out of here. But speaking of bills, so apparently there was a bill passed on that bill collectors can now contact you via social media. How the fuck they gonna do that? I tell you one thing, bitch. If you <laughs> <laughs> if you think that you writ like this job is so important, if you gonna fucking contact me about some care credit on fucking Instagram, <laughs> bitch, I'll beat you the fuck up. <laughs> but the thing is, I gotta accept a friend request. And I got my block game is heavy. Like I don't be answering. Bitch, shit. I would I report see. you as spam if you think you're about, about to, to get say, on my like, Instagram live and ask me about what no the fuck is you going to do, bitch? I wish Navient would. Girl, <laughs> can you imagine somebody on live and then you fucking they tap you tap them in. And they like, yes, yeah, so can you verify the last four of your social and your date of birth? Like, uh, this is an urgent message. My shit ain't even Navient no more. It's called something else now. They sent me, they, they called me and said, they sold my shit again. It's like, it was Nelnet, I think, at first. Then it was Navient. And now it's something else. I forget. It was some weird fucking name, girl. Either and I'm way. like, damn, y'all just sold my shit again? Yeah, it's like, y'all just keep passing me, bitch. Like, I'm a passer. <laughs> like, I'm a doorknob, huh? Look at everybody take turns fucking me over. Yeah, yeah. maybe you can get some money off the bitch. And <laughs> keep fucking the shit out of me. And I'm not getting nothing from it. Like, my exactly. God. Bitch, yeah, that's shit. crazy. I couldn't, right, like, like, I couldn't bitch, imagine it. The bitch that think that she about to do a good job because I don't answer the fucking phone and you get on fucking Facebook or something on the content, bitch. <laughs> 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 bitch, I hope that job really, I hope they ain't got workman's comp. That's all the fuck right. I got to say. <laughs> Real shit. Like, the like how much, thing. what do you really think I'm going to do on social media that I didn't do with my personal All I'm going to do, I'm going to grind your ass up and I ain't going to stop. And I'm a, if you embarrass me <laughs> on social media, bitch, I'm going to embarrass you, ho. Oh. I'm going I'm to keep your ass on the live and I'm going to go the fuck in. And I'm going to say, bitch, did you pay your motherfucking student loans, ho? <laughs> <laughs> how about this? 
that fucking extra money they paid your ass to come find me on social media. How about you take put that, that and pay my me. fucking bill. <laughs> put that shit on my bill, okay? That extra that you so fucking concerned. You per hour to do this nut shit, bitch. Put that on my fucking bill. Cash out on yeah, me. Since it bothers you so fucking much. <laughs> since since you want to everybody get some gifts. Then. Can we get some gifts? Can y'all uh, y'all understand? y'all got the gift option? And be like, like you want to go? We got on Patreon. <laughs> yeah, like you hype as shit. Like, so you want to be super do I fucking owe you the fucking sales rep of the year, <laughs> bill collector of the fucking year and shit. You're you not going to own it. People get on my nerves. I'm so Make tired as rural. <laughs> <laughs> not that I want to harm myself for nothing. <laughs> I'm just tired of fucking people. Like, because this world is set up for you to fucking fail. Like, I feel like every time you turn around, they build your ass with something. You be like, damn. You walk outside, they be like, oh, you park here? Oh, no. You got to get a ticket for that. <laughs> oh, you want to get on this bus and then get on that bus? Uh-uh. Got to pay extra money for that. Oh, you want to drink some water? You want hot water? Got the tax shit. Like, damn. I can't fucking do shit. You can't even fucking go in the store and know how much you're going to pay for something. You go pick some shit up and be like, oh, I got $20. That shit is $19.99. By the time you get to that register, it's $22.03. You're like, bitch, I only had $920. Like you just, I'm tired of it. I'm tired. Like I'm just. They tired. And then they rush you. They talk to you like shit. <laughs> like they be like, oh well, when can you make a payment, bitch? I don't know. <laughs> I just deleted my fucking voicemail. I had fucking fourteen voicemail messages. Ten of them was fucking. Oh hello, we're trying to reach Natasha McCoy. I'm tired of y'all. Stop fucking calling. <laughs> Blow my fucking voicemail box up And everybody always saying oh your voicemail box is not clear But tell fucking Sally Mae to leave me alone Like this is why I don't be erasing And I don't people say oh you don't listen to your voicemail messages No they're a bill collector The fuck do I need to hear How much money I owe y'all Bitch I knew that when I stopped answering the phone Months ago Exactly Like, bitch, fuck you get off my fucking line But the day you think that you about to fucking call me you better look for another job. Cause now I'm a right. DM me on fucking Instagram. Girl, and if you DM like... a friend, or if you tell my business, we fighting. <laughs> but can you imagine? You DM my motherfucking friend. We was friend on live and, and shit for the podcast. And they, and they get their money in the comments. <laughs> Bitch. Oh, um, DM I wish can to you fuck verify you your last your No, last I can verify this ass with me. Don't fucking call me ho. And one thing about you start getting on their nerves while you're at your job they're gonna make you look stupid for giving a fuck about your job oh yeah yeah because oh, now okay. you're too fucking job oh okay because now you get i guess okay i guess they pay you for that Some extra you fucking cookies secure. and brownie points bitch you was about to fucking get for doing all this shit like you hyping shit doing oh, your I'm fucking job you so when you know with something um i was at work one day and I asked somebody, do they need, you know, like somebody referred them to me and I asked them, oh, hey, da 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 da. Um, someone told me you need some assistance. You know, how can I help you? Like, what's going on? I don't, but if this is going to help you get paid, I guess. I said, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking to? 
I said, I said excuse to. me. He was like, I mean, this is gonna help you get paid. I said, help me get paid, bitch. I, I, said, oh, I get paid. I said, I got paid just for waking up today. Whether <laughs> <laughs> well, I showed up or night. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, he was just up. like, have a night. I walked away so fast. I said, have a nice day. He followed me so on. So no, no, no. I apologize. I uh-uh, ain't no apologies. Ain't no apologies. Right. You good? You good? Like, ain't nobody like you doing me a fucking favor for trying. <laughs> I help your ways. Mm-hmm. I said, he's, I you mean, see, because he was traumatized. That's why he was traumatized. He said, that anytime somebody would talk to you, that shit is not good. He's so a, he just seen he's you a, and said, oh no. What's she trying to get named? I mean, if it's going to help you get paid, I said, help me get. I felt offended. I feel like you calling me a broke bitch. <laughs> like, damn, I'm a broke bitch. <laughs> no, like, I, I mean, you know, sometimes I do surveys. Just to be, if, if a customer service rep was real nice to me, I'll stay and do the survey on the phone, an extra little two minutes or whatever. Because I'm like, you know. But I wasn't doing never that. Know. I, was, I was there to help. <laughs> no, I know. I know. But I'm saying, like, I will say at least he was feeling like maybe he was helping you. No, he was trying to be the fuck smart. How I said it is exactly <laughs> how he said it. He was like, I mean, I don't. <laughs> I really don't. But, I mean, if it'll help you get paid. I said, wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. And you have a nice day, sir. <laughs> I said, okay, no. I said, I, I, I said, I don't, it's not home we get paid. I get paid just by waking up today, but <laughs> you know you me. I said can't, it right like, in that voice. Too. I said it just like that. I said, I'm, I got paid just for waking up today, but you have a good one. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I, I didn't mean, I, it's okay. I don't, yeah, leave you know, you alone. have a good one. I'll talk to you the next time. But yeah, in sad news, um, Nick Cannon's youngest son, Zen Cannon, um, passed away. I'm not sure of when he passed away, but it was now Sunday. Oh, was it Sunday? Mm-hmm. Was I believe it was Sunday because that's how he was talking. Um, was it yeah. like Sunday? Was like he, his um, passed away due to a brain tumor, a malignant brain tumor on his head, and. Um, so prayers to the Cannon family and yeah, was, definitely. So sad. and it's so crazy because he was trending one day for one thing and then another day for yeah, something. Yeah, we can't different. even. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not but it's I just felt awkward ironic. because I had a post up about that and I had to delete it because I was like, I don't want people to think like that, that yeah. is the reason, and it was like a total different reason. But well, on the yeah. side note, who do they suspect leaked that? I don't, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh-uh. <laughs> I, don't I don't touch it. I, I don't touch it. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, that, yeah. that was, that's, that's Chris really a mother. I think her name is Alyssa Emma, Emma or something like that. I think Alyssa. Okay. Um, so, praise to the mother, too. Ian um, Nakana and all of the siblings, especially, you know, Rock and Row, they're old enough to understand what happened. So, and that's why I said when there's men like Tristan Thompson who make children all over the world and don't give a shit about them, then there's people like Nick Cannon who have multiple children with multiple people, but it mm-hmm. seems that he cares about every child he has, whether yeah. it was planned or not. He took on the responsibility and he loved his children. Loves his right. children, and that's the difference. Stop doing reckless shit without feeling like there is consequences, and that you had to raise these children. He treats right. every child the same way. He does maternity pictures. He's present as much as he can be present. 
Right. There is no, yeah. you know what I mean? No, I this this is where you this can tell child. this one is slighted, right? Yeah, like no, <laughs> not, at least not to the public eye. You know what I mean? I don't know them yeah. in real life, but it seems like they're all amicable and they're able to coexist, and they all love their children. That's the difference. Yeah. So shout out he to definitely Nick got a type. Yeah, and prayers to him <clears throat> and his family. How old was the baby? Couple I believe months, five right? months. Four, five? I think like five months. Beautiful child. So I couldn't imagine. I, I can't. I can't. So yeah. you never know yeah. what people. And I, I don't know if I would have been able to get on live TV. I don't think I would have been able to talk on this podcast. Y'all don't even see how I look. So I was going. Yeah, I don't know how he did that. I, I it, that took a lot because that takes I a lot. I couldn't sit there and tell that story like that, and especially when they put the picture up, you can see he was trying to keep it together. I couldn't see yeah. none of that. Like I would have. Yeah. So yeah, yeah definitely prayers to him and his family, especially before our before the holidays. Yes, that he says. Yeah. Let's go ahead into the throwback. Um, do you have the article? I do have the article, but right. I wanted what? to know if you wanted to uh, start off by talking about yeah, how we even I, came to this. Yeah, I was. Why you found? <laughs> okay. Why you geared the article? Yeah, I'm, I'm on there. So the throwback this week is going to be on Bone Thugs Harmony member Busy Bone, and the reason why we came across this um, story was because. During the verses um, between Bone Thugs and Harmony and Three Six Mafia, um, a fight broke out because during um, I went back, I wound up mind you I wasn't watching it live at first. I was about to go to sleep and then I was on Twitter and I saw that a fight broke out on verses. I'm like, what the fuck? Why would a fight break out at verses? So apparently, Busy Bone felt like Three Six Six Mafia was mocking him, and he you know, got real irate and was just like, y'all ugly motherfuckers ain't gonna keep mocking me while I'm performing. <laughs> That's literally what he said. And then Juicy J was like, man, suck my dick. So then he That's was so like- so disrespectful. He was like, oh yeah, Gangsta Boo, fuck you. And he threw a water bottle. So Gangsta uh, Boo is the female member of 3-6 Mafia. She's featured on a lot of their earlier songs. Um... What I said to my friend Allison, and I don't, he, Busy Bone is wrong as shit. I'm going to just preface that by saying he's wrong as shit. You shouldn't have threw it. It wasn't that deep. Um, You shouldn't have threw that fucking bottle. And he took responsibility for it and wound up coming out and apologizing to everybody, um, including a gangsta boo. And he hugged her and, you know, squashed it. But what I will say, I think sometimes when I see women that hang out with majority Men, they kind of don't remember their women until men get aggressive. And I say that to say, while men are able to jones and cut and bust on each other and it's a great sport, men can't take the same reaction, can't take the same thing from a woman. They have fragile male egos. And as women, we have to be mindful and careful. Don't mean to censor yourself. But you can't do the same shit a nigga can do. It's just a fucked up double standard. Yeah. And I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of times shit happens that go left at the core of some female shit. Not to say that yeah. we are to blame, but niggas are bitches. 
and they get offended by shit that they really shouldn't be offended by. And then just like for your safety and the safety of the men around you, you just have to be more mindful of that niggas is bitches. Yeah, like, that's true. I and that's what I noticed. True. Not saying he's a bitch, but like they do bitch shit. Like they get real sensitive about shit and you just be like, damn, like when a niggas was doing it, you ain't feel no way. But when a female did it, it offended you. Like mm-hmm. she mocking you the same way Juicy J and them was mocking you the same way that Crazy Bone was mocking them. It's really not that deep. But when a woman does it, it really, for some reason, insecure men, it triggers them heavier and i just want women in general just to be a little bit more cognizant of it and for your own safety and for the safety of the people around you because the people are not all the way there and you really don't know their stories but because of how he reacted i was like look i want to look up about him because this could have been like the first time he snapped out y'all know we love to do like research on celebrities and shit and see Mm -hmm. what happened so what I came across was the story that Natasha's about to tell. So you can go ahead. Yes, and thank God for you finding because this is an interest, a very interesting story. So um, I'm going to use his government, but for the remain remaining part of the story, I'm gonna just use Busy Ball. <clears throat> so um, is it Brian? That's how you pronounce Byron, it. Byron, right? right? They spell Byron B R Y. Oh, Brian. I, I don't know. Right. It's like Brian or is it Brian? B R Y. Yeah. B Y B R Y O N, right? Yeah. That's that's Brian. What? Brian. Brian or Brian. That's why I said so we're gonna Busy call him. Bone. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. He was born in September nineteen seventy six, uh, in Columbus, Ohio. So um when he was four years old, his then stepfather, uh Brian McCain or Brian McCain. Um, no, that's, I don't, so his stepfather, he has the name of his stepfather? That's kind of odd, because that's what this article is implying. I'm I sorry, think y'all. They, I think it's a situation where the mom was yeah, pregnant. Yeah, because it says Brian and. Yeah, I think oh, he was pregnant when she second. met him. Yeah, but he's not his age. Yeah, because it say Brian Anthony. Oh, okay, yeah. That so happened in my family it. where somebody is named after directly after somebody that's not actually their father. It happens. Yeah, people do that. Yeah, that's true. They, they kind of want to <laughs> keep it um, a cohesive yeah, name. Yeah, and it didn't. You do, <clears> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So his stepfather, Brian McCain, or Brian, anyway, was a former Pittsburgh Steelers fullback and a all-time NFL Huskers list for the Ohio Valley, Valley Ironman. He kidnapped Busy and his two older sisters, Hope and Heather. Um, both were daughters of of Brian, um, and Busy was told that his mother, Roseanne Jefferson, and his grandmother were dead and was unaware that he had been kidnapped or displaced. For nearly two years, Busy and his sisters were forced from shelter to shelter, apartment to apartment, car to car, and motel to motel, all while local agencies and eventually the FBI were searching for them. As the new family had taken refuge on a Native American reservation in Oklahoma, the birth mother tirelessly worked with businessman turned child activist Adam Walsh, um, well, John Walsh, whose son Adam 
uh, was kidnapped. We all know him famous for the show America's Most Wanted. So Busy's mom was working closely with John Walsh in pursuit of her son. Prior to being rescued, Busy was molested by the son of a friend of Byron. Too young to understand the atrocity of the act, he kept it to himself for years. A reservation neighbor and a babysitter for Busy alerted the FBI after she viewed Adam and at seven years old, Busy was discovered and reunited with his mother. Um, despite the reunion with his mother, his childhood struggles were yet to be over. After the reunion, Busy became the new stepson to his mother's new, new husband, another abusive stepfather with no regard for the scars he would create on the mind and body of Busy. His mother could stand no more and left the new husband and their life behind. Busy was then placed into a foster home um of a, another woman beulah smith despite the love and attention from beulah at age 13 busy chose the inner city area of cleveland ohio and re and reunited with his sisters he quickly began to sell drugs and involved himself in criminal activities and street life ignoring his consequences to date busy has claimed 10 children from four mothers although the official number has varied over time on hip-hop baby from the first bone brothers album in february 2005 busy rapped um and my babies that Judas C6 I can't rap y'all so I'm not even gonna try but basically he was talking about um growing up and you know things that he had experienced um at 15 that's when he met Lazy Crazy and Wishbone and noticed their mutual appreciation for making music and um we're going on to start <clears throat> the group with them from there and despite a young life filled with strife and struggle Busy would no longer be a victim to the I don't know how to spell it, say that word, of another adult. He would not speak publicly about the abuse until his May 2002 appearance on America's Most Wanted. The show, which premiered in February 1988, featured John Walsh as narrator, like I said earlier, um, until it was canceled in 2011. So I, that is like really that interesting. That is so crazy. When I read, I said, oh my gosh, like, what are the odds that you were filmed because someone was watching a movie about an abducted child and they saw your picture when you were three years old and you're now seven and they can recognize it? It's the craziest thing. And it's it's so crazy. That's how you know his stepfather was crazy because the fact that he went to a Native American reservation where they have their own laws mm-hmm and they yep. they wouldn't necessarily work with like you know what i mean like the like government u.s government officials like right. they have their own like yeah, community they, base right like yeah, that's like you're really is- sick and you've been planning this out and to tell children because i mean what are you like like Growing up, I had, you know, my mom had a boyfriend and he was around. Imagine, like, if I came home and he's like, oh, you know, everybody's dead. You have to come with me. As a seven-year-old. What the fuck did he take them for? He took all of them. And it's. But I understand the two of your own children. Why did you take her son, too? Crazy. What what did you do? That's what I'm saying. That's that crazy shit. Like, you really out here. And I believe, I read another article, I believe that she was abused by him as well. I can see that. If you're and, doing um, all of this. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, I think people That's are so shame. crazy. And I think it's like that situation of where, um, I don't know. I hate to say it like this, but I was watching um, Family or Fiance. And this guy kept saying like, oh, I don't. I'm gonna go. We gonna go on a Native American reservation, and we don't have to pay taxes, and our children won't have to be into the government. And when people have those type of thoughts, right, and they start 
and you already have like mental health issues and things like that, you start creating that the world that you want to create is the right. You know what I mean? It's right. right. Like I'm right. right. I'm God. I'm, I'm all knowing. And the way that I move, that this is why. And if she doesn't want to abide by, I'm going to take these children because I'm going to save them from this, this, that, and a third because this isn't right. I think people rationalize that shit. That's how cults are created and things like that because people... Mm-hmm think that way and people are subject to believing it and they do these things you know that makes no sense they are morally wrong and corrupt and then they create these people that have to go out into the world with all these issues that's crazy yeah he kidnapped them for two years I think it was three. I think uh, it was three. The article said that is crazy. I think yeah because it was from when he was four to seven yeah that's crazy that is really and I'm looking at this shit. picture and it's so it's so sad. Like like his life was kinda like traumatic before he could even spell his name. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at it at the is they had a quote from him where he says, um he says about the dad, he was more or less working the system. He used to play with the Steelers. Then he went on to play for the Columbus Bucks. He went to, to college in Nebraska. He was a very intelligent man. That's how we went from state to state for so long without getting caught. He also said, when we were in school, they called me and my sisters down and were interrogating us, asking us our last names. I ain't never been a snitch, even as a baby. So I kept telling them the fake name, Jones, Jones, Jones. And eventually my sister broke it like you can tell. So that's how, like, they, like, even when they found them, he still was just like, like, that's the real Stockholm syndrome to, 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 to teach a child that you can't tell the truth because then you will be a snitch. Like you, I think we, like, as parents, you really have to be careful of what you teach children because he was even, he was in an abusive situation. The father, the stepfather was abusing him. He was sexually abused by a babysitter and he still didn't tell like even when the cops are like there with his sisters he still didn't feel comfortable enough to tell and yeah that's just sad it's really sad sad. so i can imagine how much he went through moving forward and continues to go through so um definitely prayers to him and i pray that he he said like when he apologized and stuff he's very into god and Preferably, he's finding ways to cope with this and maybe, you know, being on stage and being interrogated or I mean, or being mocked what he felt like. And he was kind of talking about people on the Internet be talking shit and writing comments. And that really bothered him, too. Um, right. So I think that there was a trigger, but I feel like your triggers are your responsibility and you still shouldn't try to take that lady. But yeah, um, I agree. And on a side note, I know this is so random, and I know that y'all are going to be like, Is she stupid? I can have blind moments, I will admit this. Lord, I never realized (laughs) until obviously, this is so serious. I never realized until like the tweets was coming out of things if he he said to 3 6 Mafia Uh that 3 6 Mafia. Was a demonic thing. I because I just always looked at it as yeah. I didn't oh, realize that shit either. I said oh, oh so I, I wasn't alone because I was like oh shit. I always thought it was third like as in thirty six mafia. I don't know. Yeah, why. me too. Because it's spelled the the number three is spelled out. Yeah, so it's like oh okay three six mafia. I never you know? realized it, and I was like 
I he ain't lie though. He did not. Yeah, lie. I said, oh, when when they broke it down, it was like, oh, well, why did you choose that name? And I was like, oh shit, it was, am I jumping in the shower listening to? And it? that can also <laughs> that can also go back like what I said. He's very into the you know spirituality mm-hmm. and things like that. So he probably wasn't really comfortable being around them. He don't know them niggas like. It's a female up here mocking him. It could be a trigger. And that's why I be trying to tell women, like, men can take a lot of shit from other men. For some reason, they can't take it from women. And you just have to be that's so That's a society careful. thing. It mm-hmm. is. And it's fucked up. And it's, they can treat women like shit, but they can't take that shit. And this shit. I just say this to say, am I saying that she was wrong? Because she was just doing the same shit that them other rap niggas was doing. I just say, be careful. Yeah, because that could have been a situation that turned all the way different, and I've seen that happen in real life. And you just have to be very mindful. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so. I agree. Yeah. So what's on? Yeah, but thank you for looking into it, though. Yeah, thank you. Throwback. Thank you for reading that because you know I'd be stuttering. Yeah, I was all <laughs> that article. Right. I don't even know if I said the damn name right. So let's get into our glow up topic really quickly. It, mm-hmm. This week, it was based off a conversation. Girl, the singer, <laughs> not the song. <laughs> I was just, oh, I was in my head like, you so know. I, <laughs> I didn't even know you could hear that. Yeah, it's the snap. <laughs> you know, this is just my favorite part. This is your favorite topic. Um, it was based off a phone conversation. You know, me and Natasha, we be talking about a bunch of shit. But mm-hmm. it's, um, we want to talk about fantasizing your current or your past circumstances to the point that it's hard to move forward. And um, it came up because I was telling, we were talking and I was like, you know, one of the, my biggest issues is fantasizing what could have happened, what should have happened and what could happen instead of just being present and like, all right, that was it. And this is this, and I can only control the future and I can't really control that. I can only control how I'm dealing with everything, you know? Right. Um, So, for instance, we talked on the past show about, like, having daddy issues on an earlier episode. So, you can go back and listen to them. Um, And uh, we were very transparent about, you know, our father's not being there. One of my biggest things as to why I feel the way about my dad was I used to fantasize, like, oh, you know, if he was around, we would have more help. And then my mom wouldn't have to work or we would have everything that we need and we wouldn't have to like share things or it wouldn't be a struggle or, you know, I wouldn't be bullied because then we will have two parents that's able to pay for this or, you know, just fantasizing all these situations, right? If my dad was around. Mind you, at the time I didn't, I had an idea. I kind of, I always think like growing up in the hood, you will, I always felt like like if your parent was around, like they was either in jail or they was like on drugs, right? So right. I kinda I knew my dad was in jail. So I kinda was like, okay, he wants some type of drugs. Cause like mm-hmm. I said, I grew up in the hood. It's not rare. I mean, it wasn't rare that people parents weren't, you know, dads wasn't around. Yeah. A lot of my friends growing up didn't have dads. So it wasn't strange. Mm-hmm. But a lot of my years of resentment was the fact that I kept thinking if he was there, then these things wouldn't have occurred. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. or like life would have been a little easier. And then I, 
like over the last year or so, I was just like, but what if it didn't? Like, you know, like yeah. what if his presence actually made it worse? Yeah. Like made so life true. a lot worse. Like what if it made no difference? What if he, because he got all his issues, it could have influenced my mother. Yeah. And then I could have had two parents. Like it just so much things. Yep. Like you start thinking all of these, but it's like they could have been right there every single day and your life could have been a whole lot worse because they mm-hmm. weren't the per- like he wasn't the person that we needed as a parent. And the best exactly. thing for us was for him not to be present, you know, and we sometimes we fantasize like, oh, what if, what if, what if? And it's like there's a catch-22 with everything. Like, if you ever, like, when you make a wish or you make a prayer, there's always another side to it. And you have to be prepared for that side. Yes, yeah. you do. I, no, I agree a thousand percent with everything you said. Um, I know for me coming up, a lot of times it was uh, my financial situation, which kind of tied into my dad, mm-hmm. um, where I felt like, well, you know, uh, and God forgive me, but I would kind of blame my mom like well you know she you know had a you know had this type of income and this type of money you know I wouldn't have to you know be on the bus like you know we I I did not like public transportation to this day I don't like public transportation it's just I have social things I don't like being around people like a whole lot and it, it was something that I had to do I didn't like you know we had to take a shopping cart and go to the laundromat and Lord you God, know, yeah. uh, like girl, the, I hate the market or <laughs> uh, anywhere. You know. Like, thank God on the way back from the market, she normally would get a little hack. Yeah, but, <laughs> but you know, it was just all of those things. And I used to, you know, the fact that when I got into my, I wanted to wear a name brand clothes phase. Mm-hmm. And my mom would try to get me like knockoff things and you know just going through all of that and looking at certain circumstances that happen in my future um I would always kind of take it back to that like well if I you know if she had to do this or like you said my dad was there or even my siblings like that was a Mm -hmm. big thing for me was you know me being the only child my mom I have a lot of half siblings that I knew about but I didn't know personally and then once I got to know a few of them it was not what I thought it was going Mm -hmm. to be and instead of it being like a savior for me I was more so saving them or Mm -hmm. or at least one and then you know other things happen amongst other ones but it wasn't the camaraderie that I thought we would have um it was the complete opposite and honestly you know I look at that situation and say well I like you said it was better and even my relationship with my dad now like yes we're you know cool we have a, a close relationship for the most part he doesn't live in the state but um you know he to me is more so uh the way that he is even at a distance he's too cool with me and it's like well I feel like you know maybe it's because he don't know how to interact with me I don't know but it's too much like um he's talking to his son So, you know, I hear a lot of things about his relationships with women. You know, some people Mm -hmm. might say it's so that I can run back into my mom so she can feel the way. I don't know. But a lot of things come to me. I don't care about it. But sometimes it's kind of like, okay, I don't I don't I don't care about it. (laughs) So I don't want to hear about this bitch that you're talking to and how y'all got into an argument or, you know, how you cut her off. But you like this one because her breasts and this and I don't want to hear that. Right. Um, and I think about 
certain philosophies that I feel like my dad, when he does try to give me advice, some things are good, but we are very opposite. And mm-hmm. I can tell if he was heavily involved in my life that we would probably be estranged. I would be the child that was considered the troubled child to him because of my mouth, because I'm very opinionated. I'm very, you know, I notice he has a certain type of woman that he interacts, like you talked about with men, with women. My Mm -hmm. dad has that. He has Mm -hmm. mother issues. Mm -hmm. So because you have mommy issues, I notice when it comes to women, you have a different type of aggression. It's like, who the hell are you talking to? Like, you right, know, like, you don't take no shit. Like, women is just, mm-hmm. just buying off the fucking handle when it comes to a woman. Yeah, you just kind of will talk. And it's kind of like, you don't talk to uh, be understood. You're talking at me. And it's mm-hmm. like, and if I, and, and I, I can't, I shouldn't really debate what was being questioned because it's like, why are you questioning me? Is that kind of a thing. Like, what I said is what it is. Right. So it's no. like if you would have grew up with that as a child, your whole life and the way that you are, your personality would totally be different. Right. Like, I if you agree. had that present, you might be more docile when it comes to men and probably would be allowing men to walk all over you. You get mm. what I mean? Like, I be thinking certain things like life could be like, fan- like it's, all it is is a fucking fantasy. Yeah. The shoulda, coulda, what is. There's so many things like I'll be like, oh my gosh, if I would have known this, I wouldn't have went to college. And it's just like, who's to say, how the fuck was you going to learn, learn any of this shit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how was you going to learn any of the shit that you know now? If you, like, you were in high school, you were a child regardless, you just would have had a job. Right. Like, yeah. and you would have jumped off the porch too fucking soon. Yep. And you still could end up with the same fucking type of day. I remember I was dating somebody and I know he didn't go to college. So I was like, oh, your debt is not crazy. Like, you don't got crazy debt, right? And he was like, I do. He was like, I was buying cars. I had got repo a couple of times when I was younger because I wasn't like paying. He was like, I had the money, but I just wouldn't pay bills. Like, I don't know what was wrong with me. And he was like, yeah, I have to work on this. I have to do this. And I'm like, damn. Like most people right. I know is like it's really just student loans for them, but like I don't know nobody that I went to school, you know, that I know went to college, they got like repos and shit. But it's like you always think about the other side of it and it's like stop fantasizing some like I tell myself this recently. I've been saying, Stop fantasizing what is. Like what if I would have did this or what if I, I just wish I would have did this differently? And it's just like it is done. It's already right. fucking done. I would, you know, fantasizing your present, like, well, if that, or like how we said, like with relationships, like fantasizing potential that you literally do that in your everyday life as well. Like, stop it. Just work towards what you want, what you want, not the fantasy, not the ideal situation. What is obtainable to you in this present moment, you know? And I, I feel like, um, it's a, like time is like not real, but at the same time you're wasting time. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's like dwindling. The more you fantasize and you, the more you think about it, it's just it's not real. Time is not real, and you can't go back. You can't go back and fix it. I can't go back to what I said five minutes ago, and I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna say in three minutes from now. But right. <laughs> I'm right. I'm in the moment. <laughs> right. Like just yeah, be in the shit. moment. Just be that's in the real. moment. 
because and trying to just work towards no go ahead i'm sorry no go ahead because i no because i i know like me right now like i've been like i said in the beginning of the podcast like you know i've been kind of struggling with being feeling like over um you know just pulled in all these different directions and just feeling like i'm overstimulated when it comes to social interactions there's too much going on and you know it, it has weighed heavily on my mental state and then it doesn't help that i've also gained weight i've gained a lot of weight for me and i'm like you know it's depressing but i keep telling myself like today i told myself no you're going to get up and it took a lot of me like you know i i mm -hmm. feel like that commercial um and i have been diagnosed with depression i don't know if i ever mentioned that on here but i have but mm -hmm. I, I feel like that commercial where uh they show that cloud over that person and they're mm -hmm. just like the stick figures like walking and it's like people don't understand it starts how... drizzling and then it starts raining then it's right. a thunderstorm <laughs> and then you get electrocuted <laughs> all of that shit, right <laughs> and it's like people don't understand how much of a boulder when you are depressed, it feels like mentally, like you are mm -hmm. literally carrying weight on you. It takes a lot to get up out the bed. It takes mm -hmm. a lot to put a smile on your face. It takes a lot to interact with people because you're not at where you need to be. So mm -hmm. I have to actively tell myself every day. And I have been, some days I felt, some days I do good. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, you know, today was the in-between day. So I'm like, you know, I, I made it a point to say, okay, we got to get out of this. Like mm -hmm. you feel like shit, you know, you do you, but we got to change it. We can't, like you said, I can't keep focusing on, you know, all these. Cause then it, what comes with that was, is a lot of um, situations that I look at and I'm like, oh, well, you know, but you this, look back on, I look back on situations mm -hmm. with other people, things I've done in my past, you know, certain interactions that I just feel like, you know, how much did I contribute to this? And it's mm -hmm. like, you know what? You have to learn, like, it's okay. You're mourning these relationship dynamics mm -hmm. being cut off. So now move on, move on and yeah. go on with your life. And you have to focus, you can't focus on the past, like you said, what I shoulda, coulda, whatever, and how how people view uh, whatever it is that you did or did not do. Like some people, I feel like sometimes I feel like, you know, people say that I'm not doing enough. Like, oh, well, you're always, you know, saying this, but you're not, you know, super successful now. And I'm like, well, damn, you know, and it's normally come from somebody that's not doing better than me, by the way, but it still affects me. I can't but act that's like the it thing, does. though, right? That's the thing. A lot of the time, you don't hear shit from nobody, like nobody that's actually actively doing well will ever tell you some shit like that. That's true. Like people that I know that are extremely successful have done great things, give me nothing but positivity and encouragement. And I realize the people that are not living their lives the way they see fit. They right. find oftentimes find joy and just being like by humbug, like you fucking Scrooge, like damn, right? <laughs> like, yeah, real shit though. What I said to my friend, a friend of mine, a while ago, um, they were talking about like postpartum and things like that, and they were talking to a fellow mom friend of theirs that was kind of like going through the same thing, and they didn't give them. They were asking like, "How do you get out of it?" 
and the person didn't really give them much to go on, just more of uh, shit to not look forward to. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. Like they right. kind of just like shit it. <laughs> like they ex- right. it's like asking how to clean up pee, but you going shit on where I just cleaned the pee up. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Right. And they were like, it didn't really help, and I was just like, you can't get anything from someone who is going through the same storm as you. Like, there's nothing they can, like, if this person has nothing, like, if me and you both depressed at the same time, I can't get you, I can't help get you out of your depression, Natasha. Right. The same way. Right. Like, you can't pep right. talk me, I can't pep talk you because I can't even give it to myself. Right. That's and true. And the same way is with success. Like, if you are not happy, if you are lost right. and you don't know what to do and you see somebody else that's trying Sometimes you may come off negative because you can't even see the the rainbow for yourself. Right. And sometimes you just have to be weary. Like me personally, I'm not that person. I'm not a shit on your ideas as person. I'm an encourager. Mm. I don't like to give the, you know, oh, well, unsolicited or I don't want that because I don't need that. Because I, and I told, and this is a conversation me and you had before where it's like, I talk myself out of shit on my own. I don't need nobody else affirming my doubts. Like, I don't need you affirming doubts. I need you to affirm positivity because honestly, anybody that makes a big step, they already counter the the doubts already in their head. I don't need any more doubts from you. If you're going to give me anything, give me positivity and wish me well. If you can't do that, then keep it to yourself. And yeah. often fantasizing how you wish somebody would have responded to you. Talk to yourself that way. Right. Like, That's I'm true. not going to call nobody and be like, oh, I'm going to call this person because they're going to cheer me up. I'm going to just try to cheer myself up. I'm going to do something that makes me smile, makes me laugh. Because what if I call them and they make me feel worse? I fantasize some shit that don't even happen. I threw this right. person, I, we about to kiki and laugh on the phone, and they fucking depressed too. And yeah, we been... t- <laughs> we fucking... <laughs> Damn, now I'm even worse. Now I got her problems too. Like, Damn, we all shit. fucking depressed. Let me depressed. tell you what the fuck I'm telling you. Oh, they probably like, shit. oh, bitch, I'm glad you called because <laughs> you just like, God <laughs> Damn, I did not sign up. I did not call for this. I called to vent. (laughs) This ain't for you. Like this me, but you fantasized it. You you worried about with some. You just want something to happen. Just live in a moment, and especially stop living in the past. I realized, and what you were saying about like relationships. What I realized, while certain things are hurtful to me because I always know my intentions, I'm at a point in my life where I'm perfectly okay being somebody's villain. I'm okay with it. I'm all right. Because I know my heart. I know that's not my intentions. I also know I'm not perfect. I'm not going to ever say I may not contribute. I may not know what I've contributed, but I'm not going to ever pretend like I'm innocent in a situation either. Like I always give room. And me and you talked about this before where I said I had issues with people. Be like, well, I don't know what I did to them. I may have... I'll leave that open for them to tell me. But if you don't fucking tell me what I did, I'm going to assume I ain't do shit. <laughs> right. Like, right. if you can't verbatim, you know, tell me what did I contribute to the issue, then I ain't do shit. And sometimes we're more in situations. If I'm the only one that's willing to have a conversation, I'll just be the villain just to have you out my life. Yeah, that's Because true. why the fuck would you want to be friends with the villain, right? Right. 
It's like, very, very all right. True. If I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why would yes. why would you want to get in touch with me if I'm the villain in your story? You want me far, far away. So, right. yeah, that fan, but that is one thing I really like came up. I was like, yo, but what if he was around? Like, what if this did happen? Or what if you didn't go to college? Then what? You wouldn't have met none of the people you know now. Right. <laughs> none of yeah, the people that made life world, you know, worthwhile. Or you wouldn't have had any of these life experiences that would have gave, you know, that work that helps you in your 30s now. There, you know, there are these friendships that you had to go through. I realized a lot of times people didn't have like that fun part of their early adulthood that they be going through goofy shit at 30. That I just be like, what? (laughs) Right. Like your redemption was, you know, my early 20s. I've been there, did that shit. What? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, why are you, why are you just doing this? (laughs) <laughs> like, yeah. it don't make sense. Like, why are you just going to the club at 30? Like, the fuck? <laughs> mm, right. But That's yeah, true. so let us know what y'all think about fantasizing your past and your current situations. And let us know ways that if you do do these, that you are going to stop and look forward to the future, but not fantasizing, just working towards obtainable goals. That's right. what we're trying to say today. Absolutely. So just let us know what you guys think about that and give us some tips that you use and we can share it on our um, Instagram and our Twitter. So um, you got anything else to add, Tasha? Um, (laughs) It's still so weird. So the the gag is that Deandra calls me Natasha. (laughs) She's been trying this Tasha thing. And it's like, it's like fetch is always, not <laughs> it's, it's always like, oh, okay, <laughs> I'm Tasha today. Um, no, I, you know, like you said, I just definitely want people to just look at, um, and I'm glad that we steered away from romantic relationships because I feel like that was the low hanging fruit about fantasizing. Yeah, I feel like we situations. talked about that before. Exactly, like. <laughs> exactly. But even like with jobs and stuff, I I agree. You know, we have to kind of, and sometimes I know it's cliche, but you ironically it does even though you'd be like well what if it had went this way but sometimes you don't appreciate the good because you didn't go through the bad Mm -hmm. so you might have had to come through some shit to be like oh i really appreciate where i am now you Mm -hmm. know what i mean or or treat it a different way because you wouldn't have known if it was just handed to you things might not be you know like you said certain things where that happens and people don't even realize you know, some shit can happen to you in your late later years. Now you just trying to smoke weed and you don't smoke the wrong shit. Exactly. Like they putting K two in the fucking, they putting fentanyl in fucking weed now. Girl, like all types I of just shit. Was like, like I haven't smoked in a while, and I'm like, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna smoke again. <laughs> yeah, like it ain't even worth that. Not over some fucking marijuana. Like, I, how the fuck you gonna explain you pissed out over weed? I literally just said, I girl, been, I haven't, I, I haven't in a couple of months. But I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm go big because it'll be a good time for that yeah (laughs) like they it's just but it's so much stuff that you you know comparison that they say is the thief of joy stop worrying Mm. about things stop fantasizing about things that happened already you stress about some shit that happened already right it's just crazy what it is and a lot of things not saying that our traumas or the things that we wish were different that we didn't have to go through makes us but 
you went, would it, would you be the person that you were without these things happening? You know, would mm-hmm. you, you, you know, could you be a total different person and would you like that person? Like mm. Natasha said, like, you know, these are things I, we wouldn't have to deal with. Like on some right. aspects, yeah, things would have been a lot easier. In other aspects, we might have personality traits that we probably don't like or seen things right. that probably would be even more traumatic than what actually happened, you know? So sometimes you just gotta take life for what it is. That's yeah. it. And know, especially with things that are traumatic to you, that you didn't deserve it. And you you know what I mean? Like it shouldn't have happened, but it did. How do we right. move forward? And how do we heal from that? Because I think a lot of the time it's the fantasizing of how all like how you could do a do-over and most yeah. times if you ever think about it every time you get you see people like on movies or tv they get a do-over or in books they get a do-over and the outcome is still the same you ever see that right. yeah like the mm-hmm. outcome is still the same it's because some things are ha- supposed to happen in a way in which it did right and you can't exactly. always change it everything you know or it might be worse so you just got to be careful mm-hmm. when you worry about time because, like I said, it's, you know, it's not real. Time isn't real, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. Let us know what you guys think in the comments. Like, comment, share. Um, post us up on your story. Rate and review on Apple. Post it on Twitter. Send it to a friend that like podcasts and say, hey, I know these badass bitches from Philly. And they be talking <laughs> real shit. And let them know what you right. think. Um, right. uh, so you can follow us on Instagram at JST Let It Glow. On Twitter, we are at Just Let It Glow. Um, we are on TikTok, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, yes. uh, SoundCloud at Just Let It Glow. Uh, so hit us up on there. Let us know what you think. And as always, we encourage you to live your best life and go through your glow ups and your glow downs because life is life. So, yes, exactly. No, I agree a thousand percent. And make sure y'all definitely tune in uh, next week because we have a fun surprise. Yes. And um, send us, oh yeah, send us some letters. We want to read some story times next week. We want to hear some advice questions. I want y'all to access our opinions on different things. So email us at justletitglowpie at gmail.com. And if you have a business and you would like to promote with us, you can also email us at justletitglowpie at gmail.com. So, yeah, absolutely. Bye. <laughs> bye.